Did someone pour something? My name is Chad. With me as always is Tato. Kristen. And Jason. Oh, you know, if you want to get really, like, all... We could get a record lave for $500. No, you can't. Can you really? Yes, you can. It? No, you can't. Yes, dude. you can. I'm what? not making this up. A record lave is $500. No, it's not. I yes, would have bought one by now. It's the same price as a fucking kiln. Find me a, a, a fucking record lathe for $500. And I will. I will. Something terrible to mm. a pack of wolves. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Okay, while you're looking that up, I wanted to ask you, Jason, what do you think this is? While you're looking at that, I want to tell you a story. In 1947, uh, supposedly a craft crashed at Roswell, New Mexico. And I don't know if you saw that old Unsolved Mysteries television show where they talked about it. They said that there was this material found in the debris field. You could squeeze it and it would immediately go back to its shape. I remember watching that as a kid and thinking, this is going to become public eventually, and I'm going to be able to play with that metal. Recently, the CIA released a, a trove. I'm sorry, no, not the CIA. The DOD released a... No, it was the CIA. Released a trove of documents concerning UFOs, and it was like an FOIA request and uh, Freedom of Information Act request. And in it, and I don't know if this was intentional, but they said that, yes, there was a, a crashed disc they didn't say when or where but they said debris was recovered and in the metal was nitinol and i immediately looked it up and nitinol uh was discovered in 1953 in a naval ordnance lab on accident ah. right and for some reason when you scrunch it up with your hand it automatically goes back to its its regular shape um, but that's only if you heat it to 225 degrees. To heat it to 500 degrees, uh, and you have it in its spiral shape, which is a spring. So in order to revert it back to its original spiral shape, you just hold a, a lighter over it. Do you have a lighter? Anyone have a lighter? That's nitinol. That's the same material that was recovered outside of uh, Aztec, New Mexico. Go ahead. No. No, I mean, go ahead. Try it. So what it does is it, it's composed of a, of a sheet of <clears throat> atoms that are perfectly aligned with one another. Um, it's pretty it incredible. Fucking crazy. Now I'm wondering what the applications of that are. Because I had to order that from a fucking research lab. I told them I was a science teacher and was looking to show my kids some, some uh, unordinary metals. And they sent me that fucking spring. And I said, well, so what are you guys working on that, that might, you know, is, is there anything cool that you guys are working on? And he goes, this stuff is going to be everywhere in three years. It's going to bring an, a revolution in, in medical technology. It's going to bring a revolution in, because that's just one of its forms. I'm ordering the other one. It's a piece of tin foil, essentially, that you put in your hand and crunch up, and it reverts back to its shape. It's, it's, it has what's called super elasticity. So, you know, even if... First thing, it's a lot of shit. He said the reason that we're listed as a research company is because there's about 1,200 more around the country that this stuff has been, we've been trying to make stuff out of it. And everyone's keeping quiet about it because no one wants to lose their edge, essentially. Yeah. But it's all going to come out at the same time. As seen on TV, it's about to get a lot weirder. Night and all.
Nightingale. N-I-T-I-N-O-L. Nightingale. Okay, so just because I can't help but ask, is it possible the guy was fucking with you? Which guy? The guy that told you this. Because you know that they have to get asked this question no, multiple I didn't call saying that I was a fan of UFOs. I never mentioned them once. Well, but so, I mean, you can't be the first person that's, you know, asked him, hey, what else are y'all working on? So what could you use that for? Apparently it's a hell of a spring. hey <laughs> I think, I don't know, I, I think uh, it's pretty wild, dude. And I, I love holding stuff that I, I have a history with. I have a history yeah. with with Don't that stuff that. but I don't think that the stuff they found in that debris field was an alloy that we could recognize I mean it still fascinates me that that exists it's fucking wild dude in other news my balls hurt oh yeah <laughs> I have so much sympathy much. yeah you have no sympathy no balls. Actually, I have four of them. They're attached to my nipple jewelry. Oh! <laughs> they don't match right now, but... So, why do your balls hurt? I don't know. I was just trying to, to break the monotony with something non-sequitur. Because there was a lot of monotony people. Wake the fuck up. God damn it. I hate being a fucking tyrant. Let's talk about history. And this isn't too too far gone. So, I was so <laughs> obsessed with the, the year 1947 that I got... I went through Wikipedia and found out every major thing that happened during the year. There's a lot of weird shit. One of the weird things was that Texas City was supposedly leveled by an explosion caused by, uh, what was it called? Um, Progress, dickhead. But it, it leveled the entire city and killed everybody. Came back stronger. But I'd never heard of it. She'd <laughs> never heard of it. District. But you yeah. you have heard of the 1900s. My, I heard my father talk about it. <laughs> what? The explosion? The Chemical fire toxic explosion? Toxic City. Toxic City? Yeah. What? Texas City. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, you had yeah. heard about it. My father talked about it when I was... Was it a chemical plant explosion? It killed everybody. <laughs> it killed everybody, dude. It, yeah, it yeah. wiped the town off the map. He mentioned it kind of casually, like those kind of things happen, you know. So, <sighs> have you heard about the 1900 hurricane? The yeah, Galveston. Uh, yeah, the one that, yeah. Was Galveston. that the one that hit Key West? I remember there was one they were building, they were building in Key West, and they had a bunch of workers <laughs> on trains coming across. And they just... What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah I can't imagine, uh, I can't imagine living through one of those things, dude. Winds going, what, 300 miles an hour? You're hanging on to whatever you can for dear life. Sharks are flying eating everybody because they their yeah. gills have sprouted wings. Fucking yeah. sharks. You know, <laughs> fucking sharks, tornadoes, fucking Sharknado. everywhere. Fucking little girls turn into monsters and eat their fathers. <laughs> I mean, I think all you can do is just Are we talking like your sexual fantasy? Yeah. No, like, God I no. Mean, in an actual hurricane, I think probably all you can do is hold on to anything because you, you can't see if you open your eyes. Like a mouthy vagina. You know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucked up, bro. <coughs> These natural yeah. disasters are fucked up. Fucking buttholes eating buttholes. Goddamn candy canes that are sentient and That's talking to people. That's actually what the infinity symbol is. Is it? It's like an anal 69. Oh, an right. <laughs> Two buttholes. Thing, Perfectly right? aligned. That's what I've always Cerebus. seen. It's slightly stretched. That was like the, the <coughs> Cerebus, you know, the snake eating itself. Ouroboros. Yeah, that that dude. Him too. So yeah, Cerebus yeah. is the dog with three heads. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, with the dog with three heads. 
Yeah, the one that guards Serpy, really yeah, yeah, yeah. The darts, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I had a three-headed dog once. That's a barky-ass dog. Yeah, yeah he was barky. Sure he was. It's a disturbing thought. Wow. I wonder if rattlesnakes with two heads are just as lethal as the one with one. Have you ever thought about that? You saw them at the zoo, right? Yeah. They're slithering around. You're like, you kind of feel sorry for them. But then you're like, well, should I feel sorry for this fucking creature? Yeah, well, I guess it depends on where the venom sac is located. Some you get with like, some have, do you see them? Some have two necks and it looks kind of functional. Really? And you get one, well, I mean, and then some critters you get, it's just got another head. Yeah, yeah. That's the side of its neck. Yeah. And it's like, well, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't work out very well. Just smash it with a hammer and tell God to try it. Oh my God, dude. That's the Christian way to do it. Jesus. Yeah. Please don't oh do that. God. Oh my God, dude. Oh, uh, speaking of Jesus, uh, I wanted to verify again that that, that that fucking... Did we record that the last time? Mm. Talking I about... don't know, did we? No, I don't remember. No, we were just talking. We were just talking, weren't you we? You just took out your phone. So, so I, I started writing the second part of that of that yeah. article or whatever, uh-huh. and it's about the infancy gospel of Thomas, and previously, Jesus is fucking a lot to handle as a five-year-old dude. Yeah. He, like, kills kids. He looks at them, and they drop dead, and the parents are flipping out, and I'm sure they're having conversations with their kids at this point, like, if he ever shows up to a party, mm-hmm. and anything weird happens, just fuck out of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he'll kill you. Always let Jesus win at marbles. And his dad like grabbed him by the ear and said, you better come come with me. And the kid said, I bring not the, what is it? I bring not the, I bring not peace to this world, but the sword. Yeah. Like that's a weird thing to I say when not, you're getting punished, you know? I did not come here as a savior. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it. I didn't yeah. come here as a savior. God damn. So anyways, so this teacher came up after he saw the shit. He's like, I'll teach your son. I'll give it a shot. And uh, uh, the, the teacher, uh, you know, is standing in front of the infant Jesus trying to teach him his, his ABCs. And Jesus uses the ABCs as a like a like a code, meaning Aleph, Beta, and then whatever C is in fucking Greek, if they even have a C. Do they? Kalef? It's all Greek to me, buddy. C, 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 what is C? Uh, I can barely speak English. Beta, Delta, Gamma, Delta, there's no C. No C. There's no C. So anyways, he goes goes into like geometry and he baffles the teacher and the teacher fucking gets up and starts screaming and tearing his robe and saying, this creature's not from fucking Earth, you know, like that's... (laughs) This is a demon. Yeah, those guys, I remember when you were reading it, they very quickly stopped referring to him as a yeah, dude. Yeah. It or the. Yeah, it or the got pretty yeah. common, dude. Yeah. And and it, I guess it reflects the. It's the demigods for you. It's demigods, dude. They don't, they're not people and they don't like us. <laughs> Nothing but contempt. Him and, and Gilgamesh, too, was like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. He just appeared oh. one day as the ruler of Uruk. They'd never seen him before. The gods presented him and said, This is your king. He's sort of human. Because you didn't like us ruling you, so they put this fucking. Dimmy. He's only a third us, I believe. So they two said third. that they said that he was two thirds Anunnaki and okay. one third human, but they said that his birth mother was fully human, and the Anunnaki is a god, and he, they never said that it was a half breed, but somehow he's two thirds. I took it to mean that he was created in a lab. Oh well. 
mean, that's kind of a leap, I'm sure. But given the, the I mean, I suppose if you're a god, it wouldn't be too far fetched. If you, yeah, I mean, I get it. I get where you're going. I mean, you know, they're talking about the yeah, ancient yeah. aliens. And yeah, we're shit. not talking about actual gods here. Is it, you know, it's it's that thing. It's it's always, you know, some some you know Victorian historian who read something and said, well, they were speaking of their gods, and you look back and if you could speak to them, they'd be like, no, we we called them fucking sky people. Yeah, dude. Don't. We didn't call them gods. We couldn't have been clearer. Yeah, you, you're putting words in my mouth, bro. Yeah, like, it's know, like they must have been gods. It's like I didn't write God. We had gods God? at the time. Yeah, I mean, like, you can really? look at the archaeological records. We had gods, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, these were sky people. They came yeah. down from the sky. And it's like every fucking culture, dude, has the exact same. The Tuana, yeah. the, the the Norse. Yeah, the Norse. Yeah, that's right, dude. Yeah, absolutely. What is it? What are their? What was theirs? They just, they fucking, the Rainbow Bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, they came down, the Rainbow Bridge, and they were their gods, the god of thunder and, you know, the whole fucking family. The the Irish had the Tuatha de Danon or whatever. Or Odin and, huh? Yeah. Well, there's this one tribe, I love it, it's in the, it's of course in Chariots of the Gods, and it's this African tribe that claimed to be the Dogon. Uh, yeah, and they talk about the sky people <laughs> yeah. and this this uh, this triangular constellation that they're, you know, that the sky god that the sky gods came from, and the one the bottom one in the triangulation, in their symbol isn't visible. It's there, but it's not visible to the to the naked eye. Right. But they know it's there. Right. Because they were told it's there. Right. Fucking incredible. It was Orion, <laughs> wasn't it? It was Orion, I think. Mm -mm. Uh, similarly, the I'm pretty sure. The con I, we'll look it up. Did you find one for five hundred dollars? No. A lathe? No, I got distracted. All right, so can I'm I ask you to? Thing stupid. Uh, can I use your phone, Crystal? Moving on from aliens. Sorry. I don't know your password. I'm good. Well, hold on one second. I mean, I, I believe it was you. Who played? I don't know whether it was Lear or who the hell it was. Sorry to speak so Bob poorly, Lazar, poorly informed here, but it was it was something about maybe it was just you telling me secondhand about somebody one popular theory about there being like eight alien races, one of them being this tall humanoid, pale looking uh, race called the Norse. Okay, so that was actually <coughs> that's funny. I that like, was actually. That's First of all, so Hitler, oh. Hitler died. We had this conversation. Yeah, Hitler died with a copy of the Secret Doctor, and the Secret Doctor was written by Madame Blavatsky, who was like a Russian princess who rode off with a fucking circus, like an asshole. Yeah. And then she said she went to Tibet and found this hidden manuscript at the basement, which, mm. which another person actually found, <coughs> and uh, then. Weirdly enough, when uh, when actual reporters went to go find it, they said this manuscript doesn't exist. But she's not the first person to have found that manuscript. S several people have found it and have taken pictures with it, and they found it in the same place every time. But they won't give it to certain people because they don't want the knowledge to be common. <coughs> I know, Toto's shaking her head like, this does not seem rational to me. Mm-hmm. 
All I can think of is Joseph Smith, you know, the founder of the Mormon Church, the man who looked into his hat and Hats, found a religion. Yes. Right, but he he's the only one who found those wow. those golden tablets. Right, and he wouldn't let people <coughs> fondle them for long. But we're talking about independent investigators who have gone to these fucking these temples and said, I want to see these fucking manuscripts, and they found them. Huh. So. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But anyways, Blavatsky was fucking crazy. Um, she never said kill the fucking Jews, but she did say that that there were root races that, that escaped from the sinking in Atlantis, which some people say is the Eye of the Sahara, which is weird because, again, uh. the CIA sent fucking these reconnaissance missions. They were like geo <coughs> geological surveys, but it was just this one area, and apparently... Um, the, the files are still classified. I can't do this. Oh, the Sahara was. Oh, I'm talking, but it just. <coughs> Sahara was once the largest forest and jungle in the world. When? <coughs> 5,000 years ago. A global shift. In fact, you can go into the middle of the Sahara and get cave systems and you can see, you can see the horns <coughs> animals painted on a wall. Similarly, there was a book that was originally 232 pages and it was immediately bought up by the alphabet agencies of America and it was recently declassified but it only had 55 pages in the uh, desanitized version that's what it said desanitized it was called Adam and Eve the cataclysm story um, and it was about uh, how every once in a while every you know 10,000 11,000, 12,000 years or so, uh, the Earth goes through these really nasty uh, geological upheavals where the tectonic plates start, uh, you know, yeah. bursting through with magma. And the way that he describes the cataclysm is Seattle will get it first. Um, they said that, that the water will peel back from the land and will come back uh, two miles high and the hurricanes that precede the water will either tear people's skin from the bone or force them into caves, which will either be high enough where they will survive the two mile uh, high waves or will be low enough to where they will be drowned immediately, uh, harboring themselves from the hurricane. Or um, the only place that's gonna be saved is Egypt, believe it or not, dude. He said it's the only place that got saved last time. Um, but the people on Pike, what's Pike Mountain? Pike's Peak. <coughs> Colorado. That's Colorado? Yeah. They'll survive. What Pike? I say the people that are on boats. I don't know how you would survive a two miles. There's a guy. In parts, it's just going to. Oh, yeah, parts. Yeah, in parts, it's just going to push. It's just going to push everything, so you're just going to push that way. Yeah. You know, and you're just the whole world is going to kind of tidal surge that way, and you'll just get pushed if you're, you know. And he, just to finish, he said within five hours oh, of that hurricane, the, the, the waves hitting, uh, everything on Earth will be frozen solid. So it's like within eight hours of this cataclysm beginning, there will be maybe 100 or 200 people That's left. That's cheerful. Hmm. See... Now, the whole Seattle getting it first thing, I, I took a class, I, I remember hearing, this class I took like in 
to like 99. And we're talking about the top couple of natural disasters that hit the U.S. One was Yellowstone blowing. The other one was a hurricane hitting New Orleans. I know. And that's happened since. But the other one was uh, a tsunami hitting Seattle. Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah, because they've drilled out in the, in the swamps around Everett, and they found every like couple feet they find ocean sand. They find ocean sand, and they went to the uh, natives and they asked about local legends, and they say that that yeah, um, you know, there were occasionally stories of people seeing canoes in trees and. You go to the, the beach when the beach when you go to the beach and you sink up to your knees in sand, it's time to head up land. And that's the earthquake liquefying the sand. So they oh, went to the I other think about that shit, They went dude. to the other side of the Pacific Bowl in Japan and they asked about the geological record of sand. And they said, Yeah, about every three hundred years. Holy shit. You get one of these. And they said when the la they asked when the last one was, it was the year seventeen hundred. So it's 20 years overdue of a massive tsunami. And since then, since they figured this out, like in the 80s or so, all of those major Seattle companies, they all have, they all still have their headquarters in Seattle, but they all have a secondary headquarter. Huh. It can't be said about like any other major city in the world. See, that, that, that fascinates me in part because um, in this book, it's claimed that, uh, that, it was mud flows that immediately rose up. Like there's there's these people that say uh, farmers and stuff that say that uh, their entire crops were were eaten immediately by these tsunamis of mud that were like a, a story or two high. It just came out of nowhere. But I guess that would kind of explain it, wouldn't it? Uh, uh, minor earthquakes kind of jittering the the mud. Maybe water coming up from the tables. Yeah. As far as to the previous point of how someone would write out that shit, um, the tsunami would have, that when the Fukushima disaster hit, there's a there was a local Japanese fisherman. He had a shrimp boat, and when the shit hit, he was on the water. It was him and his boat. Oh, the tsunami. Yeah, yeah, that, we, that, yeah. Not Fukushima. Yeah, right, but right. yeah, it was this the, the tsunami that caused the disaster when all that shit was going oh, down. Right. Yeah, because I that's what know. that's what knocked it out was the water. It was just slammed oh. into it, overloaded. But yeah, when all that shit was going down, it was just you know the guy had been fishing. You know him and his little fishing boat, shrimp boat, and he was out on the water when you know the everything went down. He was like, he t you know he's apparently he like told his boat, well you know what girl. We're either going to make it back or we're not, but it's you and me and we've been together for however many years and we're going to go down together either way. Yeah. He survived that shit, man. Literally rode out the the tsunami, the one that took out the nuclear power plant <coughs> in a small shrimp boat by that's, himself. That's informative too. Like what you would do if you're facing certain death, I guess, talk to a boat. There were some people. Yeah. yeah. There the were some people in, yeah. in the tsunami in Indonesia. They were out near a resort that got wiped out, and they were out on a dive. What? Yeah, they were out on the boat. They go out on the boat. They go. They do the dive. They're at the mm -hmm. bottom. They're all fucking doing the dive, and all of a sudden, they get one of these, and they're like, huh. They don't even stop the dive. They finish their dive, go back up, go into town. Everything's 
fucking destroyed. The title surge had already started coming back, and everybody's fucking destroyed. But when they were, when they were, in the fucking tsunami, when they were, uh, fucking mile from the shore on the floor of the ocean, it was, huh? It was nothing. It was. It was How high was the wave? You think? I don't know. It just. Well. See, it just kept. Can... It just kept pushing. I don't know. Yeah. It, it just. It just kept rising. So it was a surge. It's not like a. Yeah. It's not like that. It was just. I just I can't I don't know. It just comes up. It came from underneath you. You know, it's not a. You remember uh, Ryan Dixon? Sure, I remember Ryan. Dixon. Yeah, you you ruined his life. I did not. <laughs> Continue. Ryan Dixon was perfectly capable of ruining his own life. Oh God. I, I love the boy, the... but let's just be He's real. Doing He's no, doing I... fine. He's doing fine. He's fine. He's fine. Anyways, all right. Okay. Fine. So anyways, Ryan's great. fine. He's fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone. Ryan's fine. Great. So uh, he told me, I mean, I, I find it kind of ridiculous now, but he was like prepping for a disaster. But I think he was probably prepping for the wrong disaster. Oh, everybody wanted 2012 to be something horrible. How could they it possibly wanted, be? They wanted it. Well, they wanted Y2K to be horrible. But it's not. They dude. wanted it all to be horrible. They wanted a nuclear war when I was a kid. I remember that shit. So, like, even the most predictable things, like orbits, are unpredictable the last 15 years they've wanted a zombie fucking apocalypse mm-hmm. yes ridiculous. this is sick fucking fantasy I know that people they just they just watch The Walking Dead and masturbate you know it's just sad yeah. you guys ever hear about what the uh, the actual uh, reason for the zombie apocalypse and, and Walking Dead is it's just revelations or the no, end no. of times or no so he he was Jews Originally, when he wrote this, the comic book, he intended it to never end. Oh, God, please don't. It's a Jewish thing. Oh, I can't. Okay, go ahead. I mean, you never okay, know. You look, hey, so the, the conflict over there, who's going to win? No, no, gonna... go back to the... All right, the, okay, the, all right, all right. All right. Zombies. Anyways, they said that it was, you know, a Hebrew curse. Yeah, I'm there joking. you go. I'm I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> it's not a Hebrew yeah. curse. It was a... It was a Palestinian curse. Uh-huh. Anyway, so so he, he wrote that he wanted the comic book to go on forever, right? Just like a so far. He didn't want it to be about zombies. He eventually wanted there to be no more Walking Dead in, in the show except when someone died because that was a thing. But then it, they would be cured um, and they would find a way to rebuild society, but it would still be called The Walking Dead. And I'm sure he would introduce crazy new shit, but yeah. um, that's not the way the show worked out. But he said in his this letter... That before he could make the show, the network executives made him name the reason. And he goes, honestly, I never even thought of the reason. Mm. So on the spot, I had to come up with something. And he said, he goes, actually, it's kind of cool what I came up with. He said, um, it was alien spores. He just pulled it out of his ass, and he said that they were bad cheese. Yeah, so like the the story would be that they're putting this these spores over Earth to soften the population yeah. and minimalize it so that they could move in and take over. Terrifying. Yeah, it's yeah, they're just wiping us out. I doubt that's how alien species would regard us. I I think that if they're cool enough to fucking make it here in their spaceships, I I doubt very seriously that. They're... I have two words for you, mostly harmless. Yeah, shit like that. Just really craziness. Oh shit, sorry. No, you're not. I'm Don't not, lie. I'm not sorry. I am sorry. I'm not. I can't. He's in the. He's in the. Yeah. I can't tell. 
Well, you'll never tell. To answer your question, Kristen, I guess the person that I would be reincarnated as would be <laughs> Audie Murphy sometime during the height of his blood carnage or bloodlust. I would uh, similar answer, but I would be want to be Audie Murphy uh, after the war when he was after his film career was over Ooh. and he was a sad drunk. Oh yeah. And he got cut off on the highway. Oh no. He took his pistol out and shot the mirrors off of this guy's car and shot his windows yeah. out. And when they hauled him into court and the judge said they were gonna charge him with attempted murder, he said, I'm Audie fucking Murphy. If I wanted him dead, he'd be dead. Holy <laughs> shit. And they let him go. So for anyone who doesn't know who fucking Audie Murphy the Great is, he's a <laughs> World War Two hero from Ada, Oklahoma, I think. My grandfather was obsessed with him. He would take me to his grave every fucking chance he got. And this guy was a soldier with the... Oh, fuck, I can't remember what group he was. 82nd, maybe, or 101st? I know he was airborne. Anyway, so, uh, he he was just fearless. He would... There's one time where he, like... You know, like, Legends of the Fall and all that shit. Like, most of those stories are based on things that Audie Murphy did. There was one time where he was... His troop was being shot at, or his squad was being shot at, and he saw that the that the tank that they were shooting him with only had one guy in it. So he got up, shot at the tank, and ducked under the fire, climbed up on the tank, shot the, the, the guy who, who was behind the tank weapon pulled the tank weapon off of the tank and turned around and killed all the rest of the Germans. Jesus. He would, like, go out at night and fucking kill Germans, wouldn't he? I'm not. I'm not I'm not sure. I know. I know the... I don't know. I don't know what all that he, he was... Uh... God, he was a sad drunk, though. Well, he did so much killing. Oh, he was an Okie. And he just... I don't know. It's just... Do you think that's what killing does to you? Are we still recording, by the way? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Let's find out. Oh, god damn, here we go. Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, good for you. Yeah, his list of fucking medals is ridiculous. And he was actually from Texas. He was? Oklahoma. Where was he buried? He said Oklahoma, which he is... Denison. It was Denison. Or, or, or... He was born in Hunt County, Texas. He said Oklahoma, which is Texas's hat. So it was either Denison or... Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, we are still recording. He died in a plane crash in 1971. But where was he buried? Side of a mountain, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was exhumed. Putting it in a box. Oh my god, dude. That was really (laughs) fucked up, Jason. That was really fucked up. Wow. Apparently, in the side of a fucking mountain. Wow. I don't know. I don't know what I'm All right, we're ending the episode. I'm going to fill in the rest with. um... We're ending on that? No, well, well, we'll... denigrating the death of an American hero? Fine. (laughs) <laughs> well, we recorded something that I really want to include. Ryan oh my god. Oh, by the way, to answer your question, uh, it looks like he is exactly where he should be, which is in Arlington National Cemetery. No, he's not, dude. That's he had mind you, he might have, you know, an you know, a grave in a home cemetery, but he has an official ward, you know, like he is. God, I don't know what kind of a fucking Russian 
Wikipedia you're on, lady. <laughs> I'm on the Arlington Cemetery <laughs> dot military site. Dot dot R U. Is that what it says at the end? Section, this is bullshit. Section forty six, oh brave three six six dash eleven. I don't. I don't take. I don't take facts Arlington well. <laughs> Hang on. Wait. 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 All right. Here. Audi Leon Murphy. Leon Murphy was an American soldier, actor, and then songwriter, and then rancher, and then really sad drunk. He was the most decorated American combat soldier of World War Two. One of the one of the most. Man, I was wrong. What was fucking pop taking me to then? God, All right. It's getting weirder and weirder. The loss of his mother stayed with Murphy throughout his life. He later stated, she died when I was 16. She had the most beautiful hair I've ever seen. I love killing Germans. I love killing Germans. <laughs> it's not. It's not. She rarely talked and always seemed to be searching for something. What it was, I don't know. We didn't discuss our feelings, but when she passed away, she took something of me with her. It seems I've been searching for it ever since. Good night. I'm wrong. They're right. My grandfather was... I don't know whose grave that was. 